I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So here we go again. You, you, you intro every single freaking podcast by going oh here we go again do you think jess wright will remember me do i think jess wright will remember you yeah you, you've never met her i have met her actually we met at a blackberry party you, you met jess wright at a blackberry party yeah when they were launching one of the new blackberries that they gave they gave me one of the new blackberries back then that's how long ago it was how do you remember meeting jess wright at a blackberry party because, and, and do you know who was playing at the Blackberry party? It was at Sketch. Oh, let me guess uh, who was playing. Uh, and Jesse J. Oh. Jesse J. <laughs> Jesse J. Was, I heard you. Was I heard you the third time. And she's huge in China now, Jesse J. She is because she did, she did the version of The Voice in China. That's why. But I felt very sorry for Jesse J because it was very hot in the, in the room because there were so many people in that back room at Sketch. And, and she got very sweaty. She did. Yeah. Did you did you shout to hey hey Jesse J? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's so hot. There's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, but she just got on with the show. I, I, you know, I liked that. Yeah. What was she gonna do? Quit? Stop? Sorry, guys. It's too hot in here. I'm not gonna do the outfit change. I don't know. But you you met Jess Wright at this party. Yeah. And uh, who who was the other one? Uh, Chloe. Chloe. Chloe Sims. Yeah. Chloe Sims. I met her there as well. What What did you say to each other? Oh, we were just, you know, chat. It was this was like the first season, I think. This is early. This is sort of 2011. Did you say, hey, look, um, hey, look, I'm on a reality TV show. You're on a reality TV show. We should probably be. No, friends. I said, look, guys. I know you guys actually uh, aired before us, but we made a pilot last year, so we, we, you know, we we actually did predate you guys. So you went straight up to this. You went straight up to Jess Wright, who you'd never met before, and Chloe. I just Sims. wanted to clear this up, guys. <laughs> the uh, idea of. Uh, 
you know, Maiden Charles, who was conceived before. But where, but you don't even know when the pilot of The Only Way is Essex began? Yes, I do. It was, it was actually, a big, yes, I do, because we, in fact... Copied them. <laughs> poached, we poached uh, Sarah Dilliston from it, right? So so I, we, we basically did the pilot. They, they filmed their pilot and, and did their first... Uh, episode, and then we poached Sarah Dillistone. Yeah, but I think we poached Sarah Dillistone to uh, to do the first series of Made in yes, Chelsea. No, no, but 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 we'd already done the pilot the year before, so it was it was actually. So when did the uh, Only Way as Essex was, do the pilot? They got commissioned a lot faster. That was what that was why they they actually got commissioned and then basically started shooting like really 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 quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should sure about that. Yeah, <laughs> I would put money on it that we. Because we we filmed our our pilot in like the summer of well, a sort of like summer of sixty nine, late summer of two thousand ten. Me and some guys from school had a band and we tried real hard. Jimmy quit and Francis got angry. You like how I added yeah. your name in there? Yeah, J- Jimmy. Actually, do you know my Jim? Jimmy was the name of my lion, my my pet lion. <laughs> When did you have a pet lion? Growing up. I think you're lying. Uh, that, was, that was funny. <laughs> All right, everybody, listen, we have an, a wonderful episode for you today on Private Parts. We have the lovely, the gorgeous... No, it's a, it a stuffed animal lion, obviously, but it's not okay. a real lion. All right. But Amy was, you know, actually, I still got him. Sweet. Still got, still got Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's you still a... got Jimmy the lion? Where is Jimmy right now? Right now, Jimmy is in my uh, storage unit, which is he's obviously got to keep him, you know got to keep him locked up. If he gets out, he'll you know, attack people. <laughs> I don't want to be responsible for his his, his <laughs> carnage. Right, everybody, we have a wonderful episode for you today. We have the lovely, the gorgeous, the glorious Jess Wright. Uh, Jess Wright is an old friend of mine. She is obviously an old old friend of mine. She's an old friend of Francis's too. A real old friend. She'll probably remember you. I can't wait for that awkward chat when you'll say, hey, do you remember when we first met and I argued with you? No, I didn't argue with them. I didn't okay, well. I just, just made myself clear. All right, well, I think we've waffled on enough. Right, Francis, why don't you intro the podcast? Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the <laughs> only. he is again. Always the same. The one, the only. Mark Wright's <laughs> sister, Jess Wright. Oh, wait, no, that's probably a bit rude. We can't... She's... She... Sorry. Start it again. Go Jess on. Start Wright. it again. Go on. Jess no, Wright. No, why don't you interrupt properly again? Go on. Here. Ladies and gentlemen, prepare yourselves. Take a seat. <laughs> recline yourselves. What is it they're jogging? What is it they're jogging? Then recline. But don't fall back on your ass. Listen to this podcast featuring Towie's very own Jess Wright. Enjoy. Star oh, God. of The Only Way is Essex. And um, yeah. what was the name of her band? Lola. Lola. Star of Lo- a popular girl band, Lola. <laughs> All right. We're going we're gonna to let the listeners listen to it now? Yeah, let's go. All right. So why don't you just, why don't you just intro it? Just, just brief like that. Come. Ladies and gentlemen, Jess Wright. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> you know, I'm at a disadvantage straight away, Jess, because you probably come from the most manly... Like your your brothers and like your dad, they are so like they're they're men. They're men, aren't they? Do you really fancy them or something, Jamie? <laughs> it's a very alpha male family, that's for sure. Their way or the highway. 
has it always been that? I, I'm so sure that the, the the girls would lead your family. I'm sure you and your mum would, so, would lead the because, family. Because because we've grown up with men that are very yeah like kind of boisterous and competitive and everything else. We've kind of had to become strong. So actually, we do rule the roost. But um, the men kind of like to think they do, and they are yeah absolute alpha males, very manly and everything else. But they have got their soft sides, like. Funny, actually, we were like looking at wedding videos the other day and like they both cried on their wedding day and stuff. So like when, you know, the important bits anyway. So they have got their soft sides, but yeah. <laughs> well, I love that. At the bad bits they were crying before. What am I doing? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Basically. There's nothing wrong with crying. I think that there's, there's nothing not alpha male about crying. I think crying is just actually being aware of your humanity and emotions. And they've, they've actually shown now that when you cry, your, your tears actually contain cortisol so actually you're removing cortisol from your body and actually uh, there's a sort of physiological de-stressing mechanism of of, of crying that's why they say have a good cry let it all out yeah exactly because mm-hmm. it genuinely works at relieving stress really i actually didn't really know that i think that's total crap no it's it is true it doesn't when i when i cry i'm also one of those people who like a really ugly cry I, my when i cry my bottom lip <laughs> starts to like wiggle and do that. So it's one of the worst things. Hey, right, before we kick things How off. How have you got... seen yourself crying? Because I cry and look in the mirror when I'm doing it, that's why. Do or you? on TV. Have you cried on Made in Chelsea? I've never cried on Made in Chelsea. I've have never... you not? That's quite an achievement. I've never, well, I, I think, I don't think anyone's ever, ever done anything to me to make me cry. He's always the ones making all the girls cry. The poor, these poor girls. I know people girls. at home might be able to see her, but this is my dog, Bella. <gasps> hey, cute. Bella. Oh. So Say hi, people, she can't hear people you. People watch but... us on YouTube as well. Oh yeah, so. there you go. Everyone loves um, Bella, so there she right, is. Right, right, Jess, before we kick things off, i got to intro you. So hello, everyone. Welcome to Private Haven't we Pass. kicked things off already? Yeah, well, I'm doing the intro, aren't I, Francis? This is the whole point of the podcast. You've done 170-odd episodes. <laughs> you should know how to do it. Yeah, right? I know, but we, we, we've already kicked things off. Now you do the intro. Yeah, but look, they, we could be talking to any Jess. could be talking yeah. to Jessica Simpson. You know? Oh, we, you wish. No, I would prefer you, Jess, than oh, Jessica Simpson. Oh, thanks. 100%. Much yeah. better. Aww, Hel- hello, everyone. Cute. Welcome to Private Parts Podcast. This is where we read the most intimate sort of details of our lives in the studio on Zoom. It's not Jessica Simpson. It's Jess Wright. Whoa! <laughs> the much better Jessica, that's for sure. Much no. better Jessica. Jess, we, we ask everyone the same thing. You've probably been asked all the time. How's lockdown been for you? Been all right? Oh, God, it's had its ups and downs, that's for sure. Um, I think anyone that says they've loved every second of it would be lying or mad it's been all right like the other day I was listing the positives that have come out of this lockdown and like there's so many that actually I am is that your highlighter in your hand that you've been highlighting all the the positives you're just holding a highlighter (laughs) highlighter. (laughs) this is my lip balm (laughs) yeah it's this no um Jamie you should know that (laughs) wait so what, what are the positives that come out like things like I have no hair extensions in which is really really ridiculous and pathetic but I haven't not had hair extensions for about eight years mm-hmm. and I have none in. My hair's really grown. It's got really thick. I have no nails on, haven't had any nails on like this for ages. Little things that like I kind of felt like I needed to do one day, but I never would have got round to doing. And it sounds really stupid and superficial, but a lot of girls out there will hear me. Yeah, yeah. And like just everything, like I've been doing puzzles. My garden looks amazing. I've put pictures up on the wall. I've painted a wall, which I've never really done before properly you painted a wall what the whole wall the whole hallway and stairwell just right you're lying swear to god you're lying i swear to god i did it with my partner but like very much an equal thing and then i on my own 
put like eight pictures up on the same wall with a drill, with like everything wow. you need to put. Honestly, like I, so I've impressed myself. So I feel like the, the good things that have come out of this whole thing are like stuff that I've done that I know I wouldn't have done had it have not happened. Obviously, it's tragic what's happened. And yeah, yeah, for sure. But I suppose that's also really like that's a really good thing because. For some people, it's been like a blessing. Other people, it's obviously completely fucked. Yeah. Right? So it's, it's, it's a very uneven distribution of, of good and bad yeah, luck. Yeah, I've just been finding the positives, but then don't get me wrong. I've had, like life, yeah, really. I've had breakdowns. Like I reckon I've had like four or five breakdowns. What about? Go on, give it to us. Get- four or five <laughs> breakdowns? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you've been driving a lot. <laughs> you should get a new car, man. Yeah, come on, Jess. Um, no, so what, are the, what, are the, what are the breakdowns? Go on, we want to hear them. Give us the well, details. Planning a wedding in lockdown, I think oh that's God, yeah. the main source. And then, and then, like, so that's one. And then I think the other was, you know, the day when Boris announced that um, he was extending the lockdown for three more weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. After it was meant to start, it was only meant to be three weeks. Yeah, so like that was the pinnacle for me. And then I was like, no, no. And I just went into rejection mode and I just had a massive spat in my house. And my partner was like, Okay, calm down. I was like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm bored. And like, you guys are in the like, same industry. And for yeah. us, work is about being out and, and being at places. Mm. And, and like, a lot of our work is away from home. So, and we, you know, we, we can't be furloughed. Like, so it, it has been a case, like, I was just like another three weeks of trying to find stuff to do, trying to be productive, trying to get through every day, counting down the hours, which is quite sad. But, um, Obviously, first world problems. No, no, yeah, but I, I, I totally agree. Just, I totally agree with you, man. Because like, I was exactly Jamie actually furloughed himself. No, I did not furlough myself. <laughs> he, I did not. He fur- did, but he's just he's just been doing this podcast. No, I did not. I, I, I did not furlough myself. Francis keeps trying to get me in trouble with like the government by saying things that I've done. <laughs> trying to get me arrested. He's trying to get me arrested. I did not. Hey, it's it's unenforceable, Jamie. No, I did not furlough myself ever. I wouldn't do that. But um, but I totally agree with you. Jess is that I, I was the, at the beginning I was kind of like okay cool this is kind of relaxed and chilled and things like that but then I got to that point where I was like Jesus and then I've just got to recently where I'm just like oh my god because you're right our industry yeah. our industry is tough okay our industry, <laughs> we, we, whoa, we, we have a tough industry and uh, we work hard and it's really emotional but it's, it is tough, Wendy, because there aren't all jobs stop and marketing stops and production stops and all those different things. Yeah. So you kind of go, well, what do you do with your time? And then you have to find other things to do with your time, like painting a wall or something like that. So yeah. what have you done with your time, Jamie? Apart from adopting a dog and then giving it to your mum. I did not. Ad- what? Jess, do not believe him. Jess, do not believe him. I did not what do that. A lockdown dog. A lockdown dog. I didn't get a lockdown dog, okay? What, Jess? <laughs> Jess Dogs aren't got, just for lockdown. He said it wasn't cute enough anymore. Jess sent dog. me a message. What's your dog called again, Jess? Bella? Bella. Jess sent me a message when I got my dog and she said, don't get a dog, I regret getting Bella. Oh, um, my God. I thought God. it was your mum's dog. <laughs> That's what you said. Such you, a liar. She did. He said, she sent me that Can message. Can you just clarify that you are lying because everyone no, knows how much no. I love my dog? And I replied to Jess and I went, Jess, right? That is so mean. Why would you say that about your dog? And she just then she replied saying, to be honest, I hate animals. And I oh, went, my God, I hate yeah, And I, I went. <laughs> no, we, what happened so with our. Stop no, trying to deflect. You actually got a dog and gave it back. No, no, that's not what No, happened. you gave it to his mum. No, I didn't give it to my mum. I was down at my mum's house and my mum wanted to get a dog. And I thought, oh, it'd be fun to get a dog as well. So my mum yeah. and I went and picked up a dog together. And we went and got the dog together. 
And then I looked after it for two weeks while we were in the countryside. Then I went back to London and left the dog down there. That is not getting a dog and abandoning it. I would never do You that. forgot it. I didn't, I did not forget it. I just didn't, didn't take it to London with me. Okay, so your mum now has the dog. That's fine. Yeah, that's it. Okay. That's exactly we'll it. Let you, we'll let you off. It's, it's probably for the best, yeah, to be I was, honest. I was going to say. But Jess, you're also, calling RSPCA on you now. Well, you're not. Listen, I'll call the first on you. Why, Jess? Why are you hitting your dog? Don't hit Bella. You just, <laughs> <laughs> you're just um, cruel. Um, hey, Jess. Listen, you and you and I have been uh, buddies for a while now, mm-hmm. and probably everyone mostly knows you from a little TV show called The Only Way Is Essex. Right. So mm-hmm. all of our listeners who don't know, do you do you sometimes think that because I do this a lot of the time, do you sometimes think what what would have been different about life if you hadn't gone and done the TV show? Yeah, for sure. Like, I really do. Because I th- and, then, and then that makes me think that like everyone's got their path in life. But I don't know how mine would be different because I was I was always obviously I did my business degree and stuff and then I was working in marketing, but I actually quit that job because all I wanted to do was sing and perform. Mm. So I feel like I wouldn't have given up and I would have tried to go down that route anyway eventually. So it would have been like drama school, maybe drama school, even though I went to uni instead. But I, I might have gone back to that and then like somehow got into the industry, not not necessarily this industry, but like either theatre or or something like that, because that was what I loved. And I just knew I was never going to give up. And I was thinking about it the other day. So I, I don't know. But then at the same time... Musical theatre. Mus- musical yeah. theatre. Jess is so good at singing. Have you ever sung a duet with Arge? Do you know what? I actually did once on TV for... Um, we did um, Last Christmas and we released it for charity and we had to sing it together. But other than oh, that, really? not really, no. We've, we've got different kind of styles. Yeah. You, what would you say his style is? Arge is, you know what, Arge is good crack. He's like, he's very much sort of wedding band, um, all the old classics, that kind of thing. Yeah, Sinatra. Oh, yeah, well, you know, he thinks he's Sinatra, so yeah, he's that style. Do you remember what it's like being in your 20s? I sometimes look back at that period of my life and laugh just as much as I cringe. If you do the same, then you've got to watch Queenie, the new original series on Hulu. Who is Queenie? Queenie is a 20-something-year-old living in London. She's facing all the firsts. First major heartbreak, first shitty apartment and soul-sucking job, first therapy session to work through those mommy issues. Can she turn her quarter-life crisis into a revolution? Maybe. Will she make some questionable decisions along the way? Definitely. All episodes of Queenie premiere June 7th, streaming on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. But Jess, Francis, honestly, Jess, you, Jess, you've got an amazing voice. 
You've got to I don't know about amazing. No, thank it, you. It's, it, it 100% it's, is, and you're, you're downplaying oh, yourself. You. It, it really is freaking amazing. But it's, yeah, because it, those are, that's that thing, right? Can you give us a, a bit of a... Sing us a verse. No. Yeah. No? <laughs> no. Jess, you have to come and see me on tour. I'm going on tour with them. Um, Are you going on tour? Well, we, let's promote your tour. Okay. It's called Girls Just Want to Have Fun, which is like the most apt name that I've ever, ever shown. Cindy Lauper. Yeah. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, it's had to be postponed, of course, because of COVID. So um, it's going to be next year. There's one in the spring and one in the autumn. So, yeah. Wait, hang on, hang on. Good. Well, I can't wait hang, to come. Hang on, we're we're only going to put that in, but you have to do um, you have to do the scale. So, ah, what scale is that, that Jamie? Was, you that you was... did it for me. There you go. <laughs> do you know what is so funny? This always happens with um, performers. Is that we don't like being put on the spot? Yeah, you do, and and you you do. You have an amazing voice, but it's it's weirdly most of the time it's the kind of shy. Because you know, you're not shy at all, Jess. You're actually, shy, but I think when you when it comes to performing, perhaps you are shy. But oh, you, massively! But, you, yeah. but yet you're so good. So it's such oh. a, if you, it's such a juxtaposition, right, between the two. Because you have to get on stage, you have to sing in front of all these people, and you get shy about it, but yet you still do it. So how do you get that confidence on you when you go on the stage, but yet you're shy about doing it? Good question, and I don't know the answer still. To the point where I was considering therapy for it because um, really I. Yeah, like my stage fright has been so bad in the past. And even though I grew up, I, I went to stage school growing up. I, for, so for 15 years, I was on stage. Like every year we'd do, we'd do a like sort of, I think it was a week long stint. And then like the end of the year, we'd do it again. And this show was massive. They'd be like, I'd do like 16 numbers in one show. And it was singing, dancing, acting, everything. So I don't know why, what went from me being fine then to then growing up and all of a sudden I just like lost my shit. I went for an audition. I, I, I actually went on to another podcast recently and told this story, so I won't repeat myself, but I basically... No, do repeat yourself. Our podcast is better, don't worry. I just basically went to a, um, a audition and I just, no words would come out. And then he was like, he seemed like he really wanted me to do well. And so he sent me out the room and asked me to come back in and I and I, I did it. And then I came back in and again, nothing would come out. And I, and I, wow. I ended up leaving the audition and just like not just just not even doing it which was ridiculous but I physically couldn't do it and I think ever ever since then that's what's killed my kind of um confidence when it comes to being on stage but it's not all the time it's just sometimes but I am really growing in that area and since I've got girls just want to have fun and we've been doing rehearsals and stuff I've really come out of my shell and actually like been so proud of how I've kind of been tackling it so it's probably the best thing for it as well as just to put yourself out of your comfort zone put put yourself on stage and just get that stage time under your belt yeah it'll become more and more natural basically that's exactly it was it basically like a slight panic attack was it like what what was it do you think I have had like that as well. We I did a, I did a showcase last year in London with one of my good friends, Dwayne. We sing together a lot. And before I went on, I was like hyperventilating a little bit. And I was just like, but, but I've really learned to kind of be like, Jess, calm down and control it. Whereas before I would have just been really dramatic and like made sure everyone around me knew so that they could give me the attention I needed that would then calm me down. Like they would calm mm. me down. But yeah, it's, it's a funny old thing, but there is therapy for it. Like there, there you can have therapy for it. That's it's really real hard. Thing. That's yeah no no it, it totally is a real thing because I you know I I went and did, I honestly I went and did um uh, this thing called the comedy roast battle which is like a, a oh a, god it was honestly did they I, roast Joe he got roasted <laughs> see <laughs> comedy on stage you know I said earlier public speaking I said to you Jamie earlier comedy would be my worst nightmare in the oh, world my. in the world go 
Francis does some stand up, and I uh, oh, and I God, and I got jealous, so I copied him. I copied him, and I and my first yeah, of course, my first one went well. Second, I've spoken this before, but second one, Jess, it's the most it was the most awful thing. I can't even, can't even. The only way to describe it is you know when you're you know when you're telling a joke at a dinner party, and you mm. or you're telling a story at a dinner party, and you realise that your story isn't funny, and no one's really listening. Yeah. Imagine and then you that. carry it on even more because you think if I just divulge, then they'll find it funny. And it's like, no, it's just getting yeah, yeah. boring now. Imagine yeah. that for 10 yeah. minutes in front of 400 people. Oh, I, I would die. It was horrendous. Like, I don't know how, Francis, you do stand up. I, for me, it would be the most scariest thing because I don't think I'm not that funny. Like, I can be really funny, but I'm not a typical punchline. I'll always get the punchline wrong or I'll always, the timing's shocking and I'll hold my hands up. That's just me. I'm a good, I'm good crack. I'm really good fun. But when it comes yeah. to like telling jokes, it's just not my bag and I, that's fine. Well, if, if, if that's the case, it would probably be the best way to get over your stage fright, right? If you, if you bomb yeah. in front of like loads of people that you don't know and you realise that actually the worst thing that, that can happen Happen, happens you, it kind of has to happen and and you know once it happens you know it's you realize it's not the end of the world yeah and actually it gives you it gives you a thicker skin i think because ultimately it's like you're you're working on your your material right that's what you're that's what the focus is on is developing that rather than mm. you know impressing a group of people you want them to laugh but but uh, it's part of the process. But like even remembering all the lines and like then incorporating that into the timing. Oh my god! Yeah, it's like, terrible. Yeah. It's, it, a, just it's you, like it, it's it's like playing a piano in in many ways. But like the audience are the keys. Are you are you selling yourself as your a mentor for Jess? Is that what you're trying to do? You go like, hey, listen, <laughs> hey, listen. No, I'm just this saying. Is how like, you do it. I'm just saying like being on stage and talking and 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 I think there is nothing like it at at. Uh, you know, helping one stage stage fright. There are actually things you don't have to do stand up. You can go and just like get on stage and talk, which is probably which probably for you sounds like your worst what would you nightmare. Do? Would but you it'd probably be really good for you. You, you just go on stage at like what? You just walk onto a random theatre stage and start talking. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, you this basically is my just go on and, you, and I'm just and talking. Talk. On. Do you mean like public speaking? Well, no, it's like it's like an open mic, but people go on and they rather than doing anything, the, there's no expectation to be funny. You just go on and talk about whatever you oh, want. Oh no, talk about. no, 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 not for me. But not just I, I, I reckon because you, 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 because you've done only wears and things like you're you're very good at improv. Yeah, totally. And I love acting. Like that's one of the main things about the show that I'm loving doing as well. Girls just want to have fun. But then I'm playing a different character. I'm not playing myself. So I think the the thought of me going up there and being judged for like not being funny or, or whatever is where I would just be like horrendous but give me an acting role and I'll go up there in front of anyone Jamie doesn't have any acting roles to give out yeah. I apologise I don't have any acting roles but I can act myself I can God can I act no she asked you to give her an acting role but <laughs> what what do you mean I'll give Jess one of my acting roles that I have out there? What are you talking about? No. Yeah, I was just saying, Jess, he doesn't have any. No. <laughs> you watch this space, though. He'll probably try to do that next. Yeah, I will. And I get, listen, hey, my my American accent's far better than yours, Jess. So here we go. There uh, is no way anyone beats me at the American accent. Mine is so freaking good. Oh, I will never you, beat it. Oh, my God. What are you talking about? Like, my American accent. So, listen, you, you don't even know because when you're American, you have to kind of be a bit softer. When you're trying to softer. Well, you're just quite a bit Irish there. Softer. <laughs> <laughs> when you have to be American, you have to talk in like a or go, talk go, like, go, talk in like an Irish accent. Francis is quite good. Do your American accent, Francis. Here we go. Go on. This is your. Well, I could do various different. Oh, I'd love to uh, hear this. American go accents. on. Do like Texas or something. Like southern. Did you just say I can do Te- various? I can do Texan accent. <laughs> do it. No problem there, Jess. Jess, right? 
That's quite good. <laughs> Jess, okay, hold Because I'm a southern boy. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a milk and a dirty glass. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was... Sounded quite sexy when you did it. Getting milk in a milk in a dirty glass. What is that from a movie? Yeah. No, it's the sketch that my granddad used to play with us all the time. He had these shutter doors in his kitchen and we used to have to walk through the doors and do it in the American accent, pretending we're entering a saloon and say, Give me ah. a milk and a dirty glass, but without without laughing. And I could I could never do it. I always laughed. So yeah. I, I Oh, so you've been performing for your family since I've been you a were performing a kid, monkey right? ever since I was born, yeah. yeah. Basically. But, but just hold on, I, I wanna work this out. So so like psychologically, right, it's like a it, it it's like an odd thing because Normally, what you would people would say is that they would be more comfortable to act themselves on stage. But what you're saying is you find it more comfortable to act someone else on stage. And yeah. but why? Why do you think that is? Don't know. Don't know. Good question for a therapist. No idea. Yeah. Like I don't know. Maybe I just clearly feel like if I'm playing a role, then I I. I don't know. But yeah. if, if we were going to go... Gym, you, can be, you can suspend disbelief and it's not you, right? So I guess... But if well, we, I, I can't mess up because if I mess up, it's the character messing up, not me. I don't that, know. I think that's exactly, I think that's exactly the point because I, 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 I get it as well because I, I think sometimes I feel more comfortable being... That's why I loved acting at university and, and, and school and things like that because I, I, I love going into different roles because exactly that, if, if yeah. the character messed up, it, it was the character, it wasn't me and... And actually, you, you feel all of us as individuals feel insecure and worried about who we are. But when we get to play someone else, we get to be someone else and we get to pretend someone else. And actually, we can't be judged for it. Yeah. What do you guys think you would be doing if you weren't doing this? I, I, well, I, I would be, still be doing entrepreneurship. I mean, I kind of only, di only did the show to <laughs> help further that. So I, I guess it was... Uh, Yes, yeah, still be doing the same thing. I, I, but I maybe I mean I, I don't know. But yeah, probably doing doing a lot of the same stuff. Jess, I have no idea in the world what I would be. Do you doing. think you'd be doing Candy Kittens? Uh, I think that I would probably have given it a go, and I think that oh, I don't know if it would have it would have done as well because because actually you know what what the show gave me with this huge platform. You know when yeah, you of course when you just when you started doing the Only Wears Essex, right? You guys were so famous. It was. Yeah, I think Huge. it was it was the first of its kind, wasn't it? At the, yeah, like, at that time, other than like I think Jersey Shore. Yeah, and um, and then it yeah, it just went mad. And I think the fact that like Towie was so kind of, I'm not going to say controversial, because, but but more like kind of extraordinary. The characters, the people, like mm. the vajazzles, the spray tans, like the 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 relationships that were just crazy and like constantly um, toxic. It was a window into a world that like most people had, you know, had never, never seen. seen yeah, but to us it was normal. But obviously, yeah. I always say this lightly because in Towie there are so many different characters and so many different families that actually we're not all the same. Like, yeah, everyone's but got their own. Everyone's been brought up in their own ways, and we all kind of added that added to the show. But yeah, like it was mad. Like we, I'd never like had any idea when it like that it was going to be that big. I don't think anyone did because it was so big. But did you yeah. did you have the same thing at the beginning where you were umming and ahhing about doing it, or were you kind of um, like no? Oh. So honestly, it was a no brainer for me because I was in a girl band and um, I was convinced that this was going to give us the the leverage and the, and because the, I'd quit my job six months before. Mm to pursue that whole kind of like singing and I wanted to be in a girl band ever since the Spice Girls I was like that is what I want to do mum that is what I'm going to do so I think when the opportunity came along Mark actually said to me they want to follow your girl band and your journey so I was like oh my god insane what was the girl band called? 
Lola. Was it? Lola. Yeah. <clears throat> but we, we, we didn't end up well, getting signed, but they, we went down that whole path of like universal music. We recorded a song. We performed it. We, we performed in front of like 22,000 people at T4 Stars. Do you remember T4? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, like in November and, and Towie had only begun, I think, in the September. So like two months later, we're performing to 22,000 people. At, wow. And um, yeah, it was so surreal. Like we were the new st- upcoming stars. So like we were amongst like, I mean, Ollie was there, Ollie Murs. It was the Saturdays, like, all the, you know, the, the the people that were already out. But um, we didn't get signed. And then I entered the second series and then I actually got a record deal on my own. But yeah, it's, it, it, it was crazy. Like we never, ever thought it was going to be like that. Mm. Um, oh. And what did you think when 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 you heard about this new show called Made in Chelsea coming on? <laughs> well, at first what, I was you... like, "What? Like, <laughs> no! Like they can't tread on our toes. They're gonna they're copying us." And then like I started watching, it and I was like, "Fucking love this show!" And I've literally watched it ever since. I think probably like the fourth series or something. I don't know. Really? Yeah, I love it. But Francis, if we're totally honest, she she never liked you. Jess has always thought you were a bit of a freak. <laughs> So, no, hey, that's not, fine. You Francis, you... I've always loved you. Trust me, I've always thought you're fab and so. Not fun. true, not true. When Jess sent me the message about Bella, she also said, "Oh, by the way, I hate that Francis make as well." That's what yeah, she I did. She said, I did, I did. She yeah, said I "Oh, uh, right, Jess, we got to that's that. All right, we got to that moment in the podcast where Francis, we need to have the question of the week." Ah, yes. All right, you ready? Oh, we're ready, buddy. How much water do you save a year by peeing in your shower? <laughs> What? Do Jess. I pee in the shower? Is that what you're asking me? No, I'm just, I'm just saying. Jess, I don't know Jess, if you do. I'm not Jess. making any. I'm not making. I'm not. You know. Jess, you know, firstly, firstly, that there's some if, rumors or anything. If you're, if you're, if that's not the rumors. But if you're about to say that you don't pee in the shower, we know you're lying because everyone does. As soon as that hot water hits you, you can't do anything else but <laughs> need to pee. Okay, I'll say this. I'll say this. I don't actively pee in the shower. I will normally try and pee before I get in the shower, as normal people do. If I get in the shower unannounced and it like just suddenly comes over me, I generally probably wouldn't step out of the shower to go and pee on the toilet. But you, but you actively shit in the bath. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> Since day one, when you've got the choice. I mean, yeah, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. But but uh, so so the so the the answer to 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 the question, Jess, what do you think it is? Oh, I have no idea. I, I, gallons, gallons. Okay, you've got yeah. Be, okay, you've got to guess. You've got to say. You got. I'll, I'll just give you a hint. It's in liters. It's in liters. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, we, this is going to be a wild guess. I'm going to say. I'm going to say. I'm going to say twenty liters. I was going to say eighteen, but now I feel like it's a lot more. No, I, I go for eighteen, Jess. Don't copy right, what I was eighteen like. liters. All right. Well, we're going to find out in uh, part two. Hey, uh, Jess Wright, um, you got to stick around for part two. So, uh, are you, you going to be here for part two? You're not going anywhere, are you? Oh, absolutely. All right, we'll see you on part two. Bye-bye. Bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was, like, wilderness. 
a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. Like you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.